Badass. It's Amethyst Mahoney of Spiritual Badass, and I'm so excited to welcome you today to another episode of the podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, comments, questions, or anything that comes up to you from listening. If you'd like to connect with me deeper, be sure to follow the podcast and continue to listen. And also go on over to my page on Facebook, where I share daily insights, commentaries, and downloads from the universe on how to run a multiple six-figure business just by being yourself. It is full of information for ambitious and success-minded entrepreneurs just like you, and you'll be able to connect with other incredible leaders right there on the page. I'll see you on the other side of this podcast, and remember, get clients, kick ass, and repeat. All right. Hello, everybody. It's Amethyst Mahoney of Spiritual Badass, and today I am with my special guest. Oh, he's over here. Chris Covey. Uh, Chris is the founder and CEO of Cubco, a social media agency based in Copenhagen. That's Denmark That's right. for, for us Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We, we are in 217 countries, so we do have people around Norway, Sweden, Denmark, all of that. Um, we, so Chris helps brands become bigger, better, and more effective. And he does that through cutting edge social media, digital marketing, and content creation. He's also an avid keynote speaker with over 100 speaking engagements across North America and Europe, including the first ever Snapchat conference, Ungagged in London and Ungagged in Las Vegas. That's right. Um, Chris's services include social media, content marketing, video production, web and apps, which I might have to talk to you about that at some point here, growth hacking, PR, Facebook, and other social media advertising, SEO, SEM, digital strategy, marketing automation, basically like anything you would need to know to grow your business. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Sounds like too many items on that list. I've got to take a few off. You, you might, but I was like, but we're going to talk about Instagram too. And that's not even there. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> nice. So, all right. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I wanted to chat with you. Actually, I wanted to get you on video because, because I was so funny. Like some of the comments you get is that beard though. <laughs> Everybody loves your beard. I get a lot of comments on the beard. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's part of the brand. It is. People, yes. people love the beard and I like the tattoos. I, I always oh. like, oh, should I get a sleeve? No. Yes. Yeah. No. Just go for it. You only live yeah. once. I, I got my, I got my one little frang of panty, but nice. So, so let's talk about business. Cause I know you're, you're really passionate about helping yes. entrepreneurs. Um, what Absolutely. is it that got you started in this? Like, and, and when's the day that you said, no, I'm not working well, I, right. I will say, no, I'm not working for everyone else, although I did see that video. Um, yeah. But but when did you decide, like, this is really what you want to do? Well, I, I mean, I, I always had sort of an entrepreneur flair, I guess, or some something about me. I mean, even when I was uh, 15, 16 years old, um, I was always, like, coming up with ideas or business ideas. Um, I think people probably thought I was really annoying. Because <laughs> I'd always be like, "Hey guys, we should do this," or "What about that?" And and I think, you know, that that was always sort of a spirit within me. And then I um, I made my own business at eighteen, which was a simple graphic design, branding, marketing 
uh, agency and I call it an agency, but it was literally like me and a buddy working, you know, part-time on it. Um, and that was my first sort of business. And then I put that away, went to college. Um, I put myself through my last three years of college, my first year, my parents paid for it and I totally screwed it up. I was not a good student. And then my parents said, okay, we ain't paying for this shit anymore. It's, it's now on you, buddy. Um, so, so then I paid for my last three years and I really had to, you know, I had to work hard and I also had some side businesses to do that. Uh, and then when I was about 35, no, 30, yeah, 34 years old, I was working for a company, um, cause I, you know, always worked for companies since I was in my mid twenties. Um, I was working for a company and I just was like, okay, I'm not super happy. I'm not the, the great Chris Coburnus that I think I should be. I, I need to change something here. And so I decided to found my own agency. Um, and that had come off the back of like working for, uh, you know, working with a lot of other agencies and really seeing how they did it and then thinking, okay, I can do this so much better. Um, so that, that was really when I got the bug to say, okay, now I have to stop working for other people and start working for myself. Um, yeah. So about that time. Cool. So let, let me ask you something and this might seem like a weird question to you, but a lot of my clients are what, you know, people refer to as solopreneurs, right? Yeah. So they may not yeah. even know what an agency is. And, right. it, and we kind of touched on it in your bio, like what that does, but you, yeah. can you kind of break that down? What, what is that exactly? Well, that's, I mean, for us, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a bunch of people that come together to create great marketing and great branding and, and content for our clients. Um, they're all employed uh, by me, <laughs> by the company. Um, and so that's, that's really what we do. And, and we have creative services, right? So we create uh, video content, we create blogs, we create social media campaigns, social media strategy. Um, we'll do the community management as well, as well for brands. So we'll actually like be the ones replying to comments and, and liking and sharing and all that kind of stuff on behalf of our clients. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really what, what it is. And I mean, you can do that as a solo entrepreneur as well. There's lots of social media, social, solo entrepreneurs that are solopreneurs that just do it sort of maybe for small businesses and and that's totally cool. I mean, I think, uh, you know, for me, I wanted to grow a bigger business and be and, and collaborate with more people and and get that energy that you get from working with a bunch of people and, and building a company culture and a team. And I wanted to do that. It's not for everybody, for sure not. But for me, it was OK. I really wanted to build something uh, that was a bit bigger. Yeah. And, and I think it's important too to note that, yeah, you can do all of that yourself. You can create all the content. I mean, I've, I've done that for years. I've, I've had yeah. places where I've had help and times when I've done it all myself. Um, but there have been times, you know, especially just on Facebook, having a post blow up. And yeah. I have literally spent 15 hours in a week replying to people's comments. So yeah. it's kind of like, is that where you want to spend your time or do you want to have someone help move them more into a paying client so that you can spend that 15 hours working with people? It, it's yeah, a really exactly. interesting balance. Yeah. You have to put your, you know, you have to put your attention 
to where you make the most impact in the business. And that's also where I think why there's even an agency or why there's even agencies like us is because brands are focusing more on the strategic angles or they're focused on sort of the vision of the company or, or other aspects. And they say, okay, we need a, an agency like Cubco to, to sort of augment our activities or take over activities that don't make a lot of sense for us to be doing. Yeah. So, um, so that's where we come in. Yeah. Like resizing that video for Instagram, for Pinterest, for this, for that. Yeah, for that. yeah exactly. <laughs> a lot, some of it's, you know, some of it's more the manual stuff, but then some of it's also like, Hey, we need, we need somebody who understands the innovations that are possible within social media campaigns. We need somebody who understands TikTok really well, right? And TikTok experts. I mean, a lot of times clients aren't, you know, they don't have that internally, which makes sense. I mean, like, you know, they're not working with TikTok on a daily basis like we are in the agency. So we need, they need that extra innovation. And, and we also bring that, right? So some of it is like, like what you said, like the manual stuff of like just resizing images or doing this ca caption, this copywriting. And then some of it's a little bit more, you would say innovative or strategic down the line. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks for clearing that up. And for my yeah, clients, maybe. you know, I work with especially a lot of women in their forties, fifties. Um, and we don't do TikTok as much. Some of them do, right. Some of them are kind of getting into it, but right. Instagram reels is basically the new TikTok. So yeah. I know a lot of people are on Instagram reels. You have over 280,000 something or 258,000. It's, it's an enormous amount of followers on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, people are interested in. How can you get more followers like that? And I know you have a couple right. of videos on how to make viral um, Instagram reels and things yeah. like that. So where do you see as, as I, I just, I really want to focus on Instagram because I think that's where a lot of my clients are um, more looking at right now as part of their social media strategy. So where do right. you kind of see that going and where do you see some opportunities maybe that, that people are not taking the best advantage of right now? Well, you could say that all the platforms work in a similar way in the sense of they want you to use the latest stuff mm -hmm. and they want that because they obviously spend a lot of time and money into developing new products. Like for example, Instagram reels. So when you look at the new stuff that, that these platforms bring out, you, if you're going to you know, grow your account or you want to be um, ahead of the curve, you have to adopt those things early. You have to say, okay, I'm going to go heavy into Instagram Reels and really figure this out because Instagram is going to push your content up and expose it to more people. You're going to have a better opportunity of growing your account because that's what Instagram wants. They want people to use those features. So you really have to, if you want to like grow your account, you have to look at what's the latest and greatest. If the latest and greatest is like, you know, IGTV two years ago, or the latest and greatest is Instagram reels like it is now, or maybe it'll be, you know, AR filters in the future, or, or I don't know what it's going to be. But all I know is that if you jump in early, then the platform is usually going to push you out more and get you in the faces of potential customers and potential fans. So that's what I would say is, is a good 
strategy. And then I would say that the other strategy that really works for myself and also our clients is like, we do trend analysis we see what content is popping off on the platform, what is moving, what is going well. And we try to emulate that, or we try to do something that's like, oh, that's doing really well. But then how do we position that for our brand or for this brand that we're working with? And that's going to do extremely, that's going to do extremely well because it's, it's so, so like from a practical terms, your, your followers here, these, these um, business owners that you're speaking with, if they spend a lot of time on the app examining what is going popular, like literally spend a lot of time on the explore feed Mm -hmm. and start engaging with content that they think them themselves would, would produce the algorithm is going to keep serving you up popular content that it, that you like, or that, that you will uh, engage with. So you're going to see very quickly, Oh, this is what's popular. This is what's interesting on the platform. And if you, and if you take that in and start building your own content based on that, you're better off, you're, you get a better chance at actually hitting something that will expose you to more, more uh, fans and followers. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I've seen that too with a lot of people, even just using a song that's trending on TikTok or Instagram. Yeah, that's right. So you can spend a lot of time, like when you hit search or you hit explore on the explore feed for, or look at what's going on in Instagram reels, for example, you're tuning your mind and you're tuning the algorithm to keep serving you up viral content. Mm -hmm. And you will start to see a pattern of, oh, that's interesting. That's what really works well. I'm going to create something. I'm going to make my own spin on that, or I'm going to do my own thing with that. And that's a really good tactic. That's, that's a really great piece of advice for people. And, and I know you're, you're like, sometimes you're like, you know what you you should do is like, look, what's going on on the social media platform, you know, because it's well, just a I mean, great no, way to not, research it's it. It's not as obvious sometimes. I mean, I think, you know, I, I also fall into the trap of this. I'm, I mean, <laughs> you said I've got a lot of followers on Instagram, but still like, I screw this up all the time. Like it's, it's not like, um, you know, I'm not the best. They say the, you know, they say the cobbler's kids don't have nice shoes. It's the same with me. Like I can consult a lot of brands and people on their own social media. Do I follow all those rules all the time? Unfortunately not because, you know, there's other priorities that come in, right? Running a 30 person agency like I am sometimes, (laughs) I'd love to be able to do more social media content and follow my own advice sometimes, but literally there's just not enough hours in the day. Right. So I think it's important to note that, you know, all of us want to do well on social, but it is also a balance of, okay, what can I achieve with the time that I have uh, while at the same time running my own business, which a lot of your, you know, the people that you're talking to have to do. And, and I know that struggle, it's, it's not easy. So. Yeah. And, and that's one thing that I, I wanted to, I asked you to come onto this podcast because I love that you say stuff like that. Like you're just, you're really honest about it. You're like, listen, you're not going to wake up next Tuesday with a million dollars in your pocket. Like these, you know, businesses take time and it does take energy and it does take priorities. Um, So there's two more questions I want to ask you. Um, one, I I do want to get a couple of like myths or pieces of advice that you can give to people. But before I, we do that, I want to ask you, because this just popped in my head when you were talking earlier, what do you think about, um, 
or are you on Clubhouse? And also mm. now there are Twitter chat rooms that are coming up. And I heard Mark Cuban, I believe it's Mark Cuban, is releasing Fireside next year um, to both Android, thank you, and iPhone users. <laughs> I can't stand Apple. Yeah. I'm sorry that doesn't work for me. Um, I think it's because they actually take amethyst crystals and crush them up into little and like that's my name and I'm like why are you doing that? But it, those apple something in the energy does not work with me. Anyway, so right. Fireside has been in the works I heard for over a year, maybe close to 2 years. So that is going to be right. the new clubhouse. I don't know. Like <laughs> who knows? I don't know either. That's the thing. But I mean, I am on Clubhouse. Uh, I've been lurking on Clubhouse. I haven't produced anything yet. I haven't been any shows i think i'm on one next week a couple of people have been reaching out to me saying hey i'd love to get you in on this and will you join and i said yes of course and and i would love to do more um the thing that i found with clubhouse is that's just not jiving with me is that it's it's a bit more time consuming mm -hmm. than other things that i have and i feel like um it's not as succinct of a content format as, for example, a podcast that I know, okay, I know what I'm going to get from this podcast. It gives me a synopsis. And because it's live, these, these sort of clubhouse podcasts, if you want to call them that, mm -hmm. it's a little more fluid and it's a little less succinct, right? There's no editing. There's no, it's all live. So you don't get the core, you know, thing that you want to get out of that uh, that audio experience. So for me, it's been because my time is super sensitive and I'm, you know, very stringent all my time. Um, for me, I've, I've seen it as not as valuable as other platforms and other ways of doing content or other content uh, solutions for me at least, but I do see the value in it. And I do understand the, the, the cool thing about, you know, being able to uh, you know, do a live podcast, a live interview show. Uh, I think it's definitely filling a void in this Corona times where we, you know, we don't go to live comedy shows anymore. I've seen a lot of great, heard a lot of great sort of comedy shows on, uh, or, or even like a live play sort of thing where people have a part to play. And, and I think it's sort of like a radio, a live radio show in some ways. So I think there's definitely a, a place for it. It's, it's definitely unique. I don't know if something will replace it. I think Fireside has a good chance because it is Android and that's the one problem with Clubhouse right now. So Clubhouse better hurry up and get that fixed. I think they probably will. Um, but for me, it's, it's not a platform that I'm focused on at the moment. Uh, it's something that I, I would like to get into. But listen, I mean, there's TikTok at the moment, which is I would much rather be there and I still think YouTube is a massively important platform that I would still love to figure out. Um, and I would say that if you are creating content, um, you know, YouTube is going to pay you to create content if you get to a certain amount of subscribers, whereas everywhere else is not going to pay you. So as if you're an individual creator, you know, you're a business person and you want to increase your streams of revenue, I would say put some more effort into YouTube. You won't grow as fast, but you'll get probably paid um, or use your clubhouse to grow fast and try to monetize by bringing people over to your other platforms like, uh, like a YouTube or something like that. 
Yeah. And you have a great yeah. YouTube channel. Is it, is it a YouTube just Chris Cubby or is it Chris Cubby? Yeah. YouTube.com slash Chris Cubby. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like everything, you know, you really got to find the time for it and, and it takes a, it does take a certain amount of time. Certainly. Especially yeah. video, video editing, which has always been my nemesis. <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. So, so you have a great, um, podcast called, uh, I love this. It's called social media sucks. <laughs> yes. And I think it just sums up so well. Like we all have this love, hate, push, pull with yes. social media. Um, so yes. I just, I just wanted to mention that. And also we'll have a link somewhere around this so that people can Thank find you. you both on YouTube and on your yeah. podcast there. Um, so before we, we wrap up here, can you give us like some last myths that you want business owners to know and and you know some little tips that they can do yeah i mean better I think faster that, <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean i think that um okay so here's the thing one of the myths that i held as a as an entrepreneur is that i had to do everything and i think you come to a point where you start to have to find that 10% that you really need to focus on to grow your business and grow your revenue and get your product better. And there's probably 90% that doesn't actually add value to your business, not in a big way anyway. And you've sort of mentioned it and alluded to it here already about this, but I think it's as a business owner, you really have to find that out and, and do some soul searching and once you do find that out, find a way to outsource or insource, like hire a part-time person even, or hire a freelancer to take that off your back so that you don't, so that the you own the business and the business doesn't own you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that as solo entrepreneurs, at least I felt that way. And sometimes I still feel that way with Cubco, even though we're like, you know, 30 people, I'm always reminded that, okay, you own the business, Chris. The business doesn't own you, which means that you have to run it in a way where it doesn't overrun you, it doesn't overrun your life. It doesn't become something that you could not, you know, take a vacation from. If you cannot take a vacation from it and leave for two weeks and just be like, okay, no problem. Then it's kind of a problem, I think. So with all the, you know, hustle culture out there and do, I, I fully support that. I mean, I'm a hardworking dude. I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't. But the biggest myth that I've found is like that, you know, you have to hustle your ass off 24 seven or else you're not going to be success. It's just not true. You can be a total success by just, you know, working, putting a little bit more work than everybody else. But it's about, it's not necessarily about working harder. It's about working harder and smarter at the same time. And if you can do those things and focus on those things, then you'll have a way better business and a way better life. I love that. This when yeah. I when I help people build like, you know, their content calendars or planning what they're gonna, you know, launch during the year or what what they want to focus on next. I'm like, the first thing you do is you mark out holidays and birthdays where you yeah. are not going to be working. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. I love that. And most business owners don't do that. Yeah. Um, and they should. And I think it's a great piece of advice. So that's awesome that you do that. Yeah, I, I think we're on the, the same page with that. And, you know, and I'm a victim of, well, I'm not a victim. I, I hustled myself into the ground for a while. You know, I worked, yeah. even though I, I, 
I've always preached, like, don't overwork yourself. Like a lot of it was the social media, trying to be on too many platforms and do too many things. And I, yeah. and I literally took almost two years off. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. just now getting back because yeah. I wanted it to find be, a different way. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. And I think that you just have to, you know, I, I, had, a, I had a guy, I posted something a couple of weeks ago and it had been a while. And I had a guy that uh, kind of, you know, was in my comments saying, you know, looks like this guy totally fell off the map, blah, blah, blah. And now he's back. And I, and I was like, yeah, man, I took a break. Like, get, get you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're not all Gary V. We don't have a 20 person team doing, you know, all of our content for us. Yeah. So we need to, you know, we need to recognize that and we need to, you know, set our, um, set our temperature or our you know our dial at the right place for us spiritually and and uh you know spiritually and mentally and physically so i think that's where i think i would really you know that's the advice i'd give to most business owners i think cool anything yeah. else you want to share before we we wrap up no we cover thank, thank you so much for this i mean this has been super nice and i'm glad we got to meet and uh thank you so much for inviting me on yeah, and I hope it helps your your uh, followers. Thanks for saying yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I will no tell way. you, like I've done so many collaborations and affiliations and things in the past, and and there's just so many people out there who are like, well, you know, I'll do this if you have, you know, like eight billion people following you, and you use my affiliate link and this and that, and and it's just nice when you come across people who are just like, yeah, let's just you know do it and help each other out and. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the best way to do it. Yeah, so. I think so too. Awesome. Thank you so much, eh? All right. We'll take care and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. It's been so great to have you here for another episode of the Spiritual Badass Podcast. I would love to hear how this episode spoke to you and any feedback you have or just what came up for you. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and check out the website for more tips and trainings at www.amethystmahoney.com. If you enjoyed this podcast today, be sure to leave a review and share it with one of your badass friends who wants to create an amazing multiple six-figure business that they love. And remember, get clients, kick ass, and repeat.